Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I will be your hostess with the mostest. And I hope you guys are having the fantabulous Tuesday today. Today's show, and I'm going to get to this. I got the comment up here. Today's show is dedicated to one of our longest fans. Um, Sherry had been with me since Clapper. I think, I, I want to say Sherry had been with me since running a tight shipwreck. So she was with me all through the whole everything. Um, she had been by my side. She had followed me on Instagram, followed me to Twitter, followed me to Clapper, followed me to YouTube. She was always in the comments. Um, and she had passed away. And from what I understand, she had passed away from a heart attack, according to her family, uh, but early in the morning of yesterday. So today's show is going to be dedicated to her. Any tips that you guys are feeling like giving, I'm going to have you hold off. Any tips that you guys are feeling like giving uh, this afternoon, I'm going to ask you to please just take those and go and donate them to her GoFundMe. The reason that I am doing that is because YouTube pays out a month behind um, and I want her family to have the money immediately when they want to withdraw it. And so the GoFundMe is going to be the easiest place to do that. That is listed down in the description of this live. And then you can comment done when you've done it. And I'll throw your comment up and we'll celebrate you. So thank you, Purple Princess Lisa was another one who had already gotten it done. Um, thank you guys for donating as, you know, any if any little bit's going to help in situations like that. I can only imagine what her family is going through. It was very sudden. She has five or six kids. Um, very sudden, very uh, unexpected. So if you have it in you to go and donate to their GoFundMe, um, again, that is going to be linked in the description today's show. Like I said, it's going to be dedicated. We're going to talk about some of her favorite things. Okay. Politics and Trump and CPAC. And we're going to talk about some cute stuff. Just a little bit, just a little bit. Look, I'm not uh, just a little bit. Okay. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about, uh, I have some footage from CPAC. We are also going to watch the J6 um, footage that was released on Tucker last night, which if you have been paying attention, will not be surprised by any of it. The guy that got hit with the fire extinguisher that the media had told you had died right then and there did not. Uh, the footage shows him getting back up and walking around for hours. I think a lot of us know that only, I think two people died that day on the J6 steps are on the steps of Congress. And one was Ashley Babbitt. And the other one was an older woman uh, who had a heart attack or something along the steps. And she had ended up passing away. Everybody else that had died um, had died after the fact. So via uh, unaliving, uh, escorting themselves off the planet or different things. One was a heart attack. Um, the only two people actually uh, passed right then and there at J6. So the media narrative, and we're going to, like I said, we're going to watch it. Tucker does a great job, obviously, of, of going through the hypocrisy, all of it. We're going to watch it. But the media narrative of J6 was bunk. And we knew it was bunk the day it came out. Because I remember we were on Clapper then, too. And we had a lot of people there, but there. And they were, they were live streaming. And they were talking. And that is not what happened. Susan, thank you so much for donating. Amber Lynn, thank you so much for donating. If you guys could leave a comment with a little green thing like that, it makes it a lot easier to see. I would appreciate it. Thank you so much. I know her family is going to appreciate that. Um, but the J6 narrative, and, and then they had all these hours of tape that were just missing. It's bullshit. It's just 
the whole thing was bullshit. Hopefully this helps get some of those folks out of jail, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I do have, um, do I have announcements to make before I go? Yeah, I do. So this week is going to be a big week. We have today's show. I'm going to go through the stuff tonight. We are going to be on the freedom fan podcast and you can find that just by going to the search button and typing in freedom fan podcast. Uh, we are going to be in then, and we're really going to dive in on the transgender war on women. And I know, again, I just made a video. I know a lot of people feel a certain way about that. And maybe you don't like where I stand on it. Um, but I need you to know that I've tried to be as neutral about it as I possibly could. Um, I really didn't feel one way or another about it, but I'm extremely passionate about obviously my, my women that follow me and them making sure that they're getting opportunities that they deserve. The Hershey's thing put me up and over the edge. And so this is going to be focused content for a while. I'm sorry if it, if it hurts your feelings, but I see things a little bit differently maybe than a lot of people do. I see a, an agenda behind this. I see a um, new world order agenda, a depopulation of the country agenda, depopulation of the world. I see it all falling into place. Uh, and maybe I think we are going to do a show on that sometime soon if I can get it put together. Um, but we're going to talk more about that tonight on the Freedom Fam. So if you haven't gone to find them, please go do. Again, search for them up in Freedom Fam Podcast. If you are on Rumble, hello, Rumble. It is good to see you. If you are on Rumble, I believe they are only on YouTube. Um, so you'll have to either come to YouTube or I will put it in the podcast stations, which are listed above. You'll be able to go listen to it if I can get the recording. So what else do I got? <clears throat> yeah, I'm not really apologizing. I do understand the polar, polar, polarity the polarization, the polarity of it. I understand. I, I want to be inclusive. I want to include everybody. And, and we have lots of days that are dedicated strictly to the transgender community days that I'm 100% on board celebrating. I'm here for it. But the Hershey's thing. And then I found out a whole bunch more things um, like scholarships being taken away uh, that were designed for girls and given to transgender women because they're biologically male and they play in a woman's. And I mean, there's, it's slippery and we're just, we're, if, if I can't find the neutral ground for it, then we're just going to stop. Uh, I'm not going to align with a group of people who deem it to be appropriate, um, to, to do this. Uh, I do align with a lot of transgenders who are obviously common sense. They, they are transgender. They are proud transgender. And I am supportive of them. Um, but they are, this isn't a blanket thing. Um, if you give people an inch, they take a mile. And that's usually the way it goes. Like everything, everything gets radicalized, it seems, if you're not careful. Polarity. I still can't say it. I can see it, but I can't say it. Polarity. It's fine, Katie. It's fine. Just, it's fine. It's fine. Have I listened to the witch trials? I did. Somebody brought that up in my comments. She was like, well, where were you when J.K. Rowling was going through it? I didn't know she was going through it. I was probably focused on jabs. And that's. That's, I don't know if that's my bad, but there's only so many things that I can focus on. I didn't know JK Rowling was going through a bunch of shit. Um, I think we were hyper-focused on vaccines and, and.
Are we back? Sonny, can you hear me? Listen, just a minute. Who donated? <laughs> Listen, Cowtown Internet is a nightmare. I have a Verizon hotspot for when this happens, but that wouldn't connect either. Welcome to the show. Do we just need to start over? Scott, thank you so much for the super sticker. I appreciate you. Um, where the fuck was I? Sonny, where was I? I don't even know where I was. I'm going to have to edit this all out. This is such bullshit. Listen, long lines, cable company. All right, here we go. Yeah, they don't want me talking about J6. We were on J6, yeah? That's where we were. I was just on the phone with the cable company. Okay. Let me pull my thing back up. Cowtown internet is trash. Okay, so we're going to do the CPAC first. So over the weekend, last weekend, CPAC had their big CPAC meeting. And this is where all the Republicans get together and they talk about stuff and they bash the Democrats. I didn't really watch it because I was really focused on the, the trans Hershey's drama. Uh, but I did catch the highlights. And I know a lot of people didn't get to check either. So I put the highlights all together. Just another day in comic. That's right. So I put the highlights together, specifically Trump's speech, which is a lot of people seem to be talking about. Um, and then I've got a video from Michael Knowles, too, which is kind of a hot topic. So let's roll with that. Here we go. CPAC in five, four, three, two, one. Three years ago, we had the safest border in the history of our country. And I will quickly do that again. As you know, I built hundreds of miles of wall and completed that task as promised. And then I began to add even more in areas that seem to be allowing a lot of people to come in. So we're going to do another 200 miles of wall. And it could have been done and completed in three weeks, but the Biden administration said they weren't going to do it. And in fact, the wall was sitting there waiting to be installed, the easiest part. And Biden, they took it away so that Texas and Arizona couldn't use it. Texas and Arizona said, could we use that wall? We'll finish it right up. And they said no. And they actually took it away and they hid it. They put it in a hiding area, which, of course, was revealed pretty quickly. All you have to do is send a couple of helicopters up. But they wouldn't let them use it. Under my leadership, we will seal it up and expand that wall till we have total control. And I will implement a four-year plan to phase out all Chinese imports of essential goods and gain total independence from China. We have to do it. We have to do it. I will hold China financially accountable for unleashing the China virus upon the world. And I will again withdraw from the WHO, which stands for We Hide Outbreaks. We Hide Outbreaks. The United States was paying. Our enemies are lunatics and maniacs. They cannot stand that they do not own me. I don't need them. I don't need anything about them. I don't need their money. They cannot steer me. They cannot shake me. And they will never, ever control me. And they will never, ever, therefore, control you. The Biden administration is the most corrupt administration in American history. Hunter Biden is a criminal and nothing happened to him. Nothing happened. 
Joe Biden is a criminal, and nothing ever seems to happen to him. Because, you know, say what you want, but the Democrats stick together. They don't have Mitt Romney. They don't have guys like that. They, they stick together. How's Mitt Romney doing? Not too good. I could name plenty of others, too. But they do stick together, whether you like them or not, and many of us don't, but maybe someday we get together. It's a new shot at home ownership and the American dream. It's such a wonderful, beautiful thing. And I'll challenge the governors of all 50 states, all 50 states, to join me in a great beautification campaign. We will rename our schools and boulevards, not after communists, but after great American patriots. We will get perverts who use the names of Washington and Lincoln to buy millions of dollars in ads to say bad, libelous, and incorrect things about us. I didn't know this was a rally, Matt. He was talking about the Lincoln Project. If you've ever deep dove on the Lincoln Project, the dirty, dirty. They got a, they're, a bunch of them got busted for like CP and a bunch of like, we'll have to do a Lincoln Project show. Yeah, he went there. He said all the right things. He said everything that he should say at CPAC, right? All of the the things that you want to hear, obviously that I want to hear, the majority of it's common sense thing wrapped in a, aggressive but the ideology behind it is good you know lockdown or our borders need to be locked down again he said all the right things uh michael knowles also spoke <laughs> and this got him some heat too it's a very interesting thing uh and here's that one there can be no middle way in dealing with transgenderism it is all or nothing if transgenderism is true if men really can become women then it's true for everybody of all ages if transgenderism is false, as it is, if men really can't become women, as they cannot, then it's false for everybody, too. And if it's false, then we should not indulge it, especially since that indulgence requires taking away the rights and customs of so many people. If it is false, then for the good of society, and especially for the good of the poor people who have fallen prey to this confusion, Transgenderism must be eradicated from public life entirely. The whole preposterous ideology at every level. I see why he caught some heat. That's a ballsy statement to make. I don't necessarily agree with the eradicate. I think eradication is a strong word. I don't believe in the eradication of anybody, really. Child, now pedophiles. I believe in the eradication of pedophiles. That's it. That's eradication is a strong word. He's not wrong necessarily, but he's the the wording that he uses is not right. So I don't I don't get in line with that. But he caught a lot of heat for it, and he stands by it, and a lot of people stood by him on it too. I think there. This is where I get kind of. This is probably where I don't fit into conservatism as much. Um, 
because I see a more there there's got to be like a, a middle ground that you can come to like instead of taking national women's day and mutilating our children how about we give them their own holiday and celebrate the shit out of it and then let kids decide when they turn 18 or 20 and they can pay for themselves what they want to be like I, I don't see the problem with that you're an adult you can decide then at that point if you want to take hormones to transition why don't we just but why does it have to be at nine I just watched a video today. I don't have it, but a father is going to be transitioning his son. Uh, he's putting him on puberty blockers. The kid's nine because his kid says he, because his kid played with tutus and he raised him to be transgender. And that's not a kid. I mean, that's, that's you, that's you as a parent. It's the same thing with like your parents' ideology is what becomes you. Uh, until you are old enough to understand maybe what you want of your own, right? So like religion is a big thing. Politics, I think I read a study somewhere, like a good percentage of people who are one side Democrats or Republican are only are because their parents are and because their parents' parents are because so on and so forth. If you are a person who has a child and you want to be special and you want to be inclusive and you want to be a part of the new age thing, it's you're going to use your child to get there. It's kind of almost like living vicariously through a child. I don't think it's right. I do think it's child abuse. Eradicate was probably just a really strong word that makes me think of gas chambers. And that's, that's definitely, we don't want to be gassing people just because they want to wear dresses or they want to dress like boys. We want to let them do what they want to do, but just leave our fucking kids alone and stay the hell away from our national holidays. That's not cool. Hershey's it just, it wasn't cool. And you paid for it. At least here in the U S the stupid ad is still up in Canada, but I can't do anything in Canada. Because I'm in the U.S., Canada is going to have to get it figured out at some point. They're getting there, and maybe they'll do it a lot, a lot sooner. But it's going to be a lot harder for them because they're not allowed to have guns anymore. And the reason that <clears throat> the government hasn't kicked our doors in to try and take our rights away physically is because the majority of us are locked and loaded in some way, shape, or form. I think I read somewhere where, like, for every one American has at least five guns. That's how many guns are actually in the country. <laughs> so bet, but that's one of the only reasons they haven't done it. <clears throat> Um, my kid wanted to be a pony when he was three. I let him be one for Halloween. I didn't go and take him and put him on puberty blockers or, or animal steroid hormones to try and make him grow hooves. Like the whole conversation behind this is ridiculous. It's, it is, it is ridiculous. I don't care how, how rational you want to be about it. That conversation and what we're doing to our children is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Let your child be who they're going to be supported. Tell them. That's fine. But when you start medically changing who they are, because you want social media, child abuse. What do they call that? They call it Munchausen's by a proxy. They like the attention that it gets them. That kid's going to be 15 years old. What if he wants to transition back? What if he wakes up one day and says, you know what? I don't want to be a girl anymore. I'm going to be a boy. God made me a boy. But you've already basically medically castrated him. What are you going to do? This isn't, this isn't good for our kids. Let the kids be kids. Let them decide what they want to be when they're 21. I don't care. Change gender reveal parties. I don't care. But don't medically do this to them. That's not okay. But eradicate was a strong word, Michael Knowles. I, I don't necessarily agree with that. That just seems, again, gas chamby. Chambery. I don't, um, we're going to talk more about that tonight on the Freedom Fam. I, I know that 
people are upset about it. And I probably came off pretty strong about it. And I did that on purpose because I don't like to sugarcoat shit. It's not my thing. Um, and anytime you come out and you try to be soft about something, it's like your point gets manipulated and twisted into something else. And all of a sudden you're, you're transphobic and you're a grandma killer. So I'm done being soft about shit. Like we're not going to be soft about stuff anymore. Trans women are not women. That's it. You have your own holiday. I want to say it's at the end of, of March. I'll have to look. Why didn't Hershey's come out and do their big special candy bar then? In fact, why are you settling for taking over holidays that already exist? Why are you not out here demanding new ones? Why are you not out here demanding new scholarships? Scholarships primarily driven for the transgender community. That makes more sense to me. Why would you want to take women's scholarships? Because if you start putting transgender women into women's sports and you let them compete, it's only a matter of time before those scholarships that are primarily designed for women are going to go to men in women's clothes. I'm not hating. Do what you want to do. But you, you, if you can't see it, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. If you've got daughters out here, you should be fucking worried. That kid's nine years old. More to come on that. I wasn't going to get on my, I've been in Mendel all morning too. I wasn't going to get on it and how it ties into the new world order, but that's all right. So we have that Trump came out CPAC. It was all the things that the Republicans do. Same thing that the Democrats do during their DPAC or whatever the hell it's called. But then something else came out this weekend and not a lot of people talked about it. And I'm going to call it kind of my cute people here because. Well, because because I can because it's a free country and I can do what I want. But I don't know if you guys have seen this. Let me play this for you. It's been a long time since the Kennedy name was associated with a long shot outsider presidential campaign. But those days could be making a comeback. On Friday, Robert Kennedy Jr., speaking at St. Anselm College, was asked if he's considering a run for the White House in 2024. I I'm thinking about it. Um, that's all I'm saying. Uh, you know, I'm past the biggest hurdle, which is that my wife has green-lighted it. And In a one-on-one -on -one interview, Kennedy told us he would not be deterred if President Joe Biden seeks a second term and that he'd run on progressive campaign issues. On the, the, the rigging of the system, the uh, war against America's middle class. But one issue puts Kennedy out of step with the Democratic Party. For years, he's been a leader in the vaccine resistance movement. And all of these injuries that I speak about to children, there is no bigger issue for our country than that. What would you say to someone who is skeptical about you based on your vaccine activism, that they disagree with you? They might agree with you on everything else, but they disagree with how you've handled yourself there. Show me where I got it wrong. Let's talk about it. If he runs, RFK Jr. also must contend with a tragic family legacy, the assassinations of his uncle and his father, who was murdered on the presidential campaign trail in 1968. Do you have to worry about your own safety if you do launch a campaign? I'm not worried about my safety. One question for Kennedy if he runs is whether his last name still holds the political power it once did. The Kennedy name has gusto. There's no question about that. How far does it take him? That's a different story. In Manchester, Adam Sexton, WMUR News 9. Yay, what if it wasn't supposed to be Junior? What if it was supposed to be Robert F. Kennedy? Right? Sonia's nodding. Would you consider switching your party? 
I like Robert F. Kennedy. He wrote the whole book on Fauci. He lines up with everything I, I line up when, when it comes to the medical stuff, which is directly opposite to what I don't line up with when it comes to Trump, because Trump was a big vaccine, happy go lucky guy. He was all about the vaccines. Get your vaccine. That was the one thing with Trump that I, we, we, I didn't agree with. But his stance on child trafficking uh, would allow me to look over it as long as he kept with the medical freedom, as long as he wasn't forcing people to take it, and as long as he wasn't going to allow that to happen. We should never vote on party anyway. I never understood the, the whole idea of voting along party lines. I've never done that. There's some people I just don't like, and I'm not going to vote for you if I don't like you. On Trump's freedom cities. I have not seen anything about that yet, Sonia. Way to bring up a topic I don't know what anything about and make me look stupid in my own life after being down for four minutes. God, Sonia, you're fired. I don't know. Let me look it up. You want me to look it up? Well, no, because we got we got other stuff I got to talk about. And then maybe at the end, we'll look it up. Sonia, remind me. Listen, I had this theory that when Trump got COVID and they took him to the, the, the science lab, that is, uh, what's that hospital called? Joe Biden was just there where the presidents go. I see your mouth moving <laughs> where the presidents go and get all the work up for it. But that's hey, it's where Fetterman is too. I got an update on him too. We found Fetterman kind of. She's putting it in the comments. I have this theory that when they, Walter Reed, thank you. I had this theory when they took Trump to Walter Reed cause he had COVID and then when he came out, he just looked different. And it was after that, he was all like, yay, vaccines. Like even before that, he was like, we're going to try and get it together. Da, da, da. Then you never heard anything really from Johnson and Johnson again. And after that, things just started to change and they looked different and it felt more politician-y. Maybe that's just the way I see things. I don't know. It's, is it, I don't know. If I have to vote between Trump and Biden, I'm going to vote for Trump. Because I'm not going to do this again. But if I had to vote between Trump and Robert F. Kennedy, I don't know. I'd have to see what his policies were. I'd have to see where he stood on everything. Um, you sent me a video on Telegram. Just a minute, Sonia. I'll pull it up. Let's let's cover J6 first and then I'll pull it up and we can watch the, the minutes on him uh when we're done the trump's 15 minute cities i i don't know i'd have to really do some deep diving into robert f kennedy but i followed him for a long time i followed him because of his stance on the vaccine i've followed him because of his stance on globalists as a whole he has this whole podcast like i like him he seems common sense ish in my opinion um so more to come if that happens, I don't know. Shit's just going to get wild. And then there goes back to the Q stuff, right? I don't know if I got any Q people in there. But the Q stuff, that was always they always talked about how it was supposed to be JFK Jr., right? It's going to be Jr., and Jr.'s going to come out, and he's going to save everybody. What if it's not Jr.? What if it's Robert? It never said anything about what Kennedy it was, just that it was a Kennedy. And then people picked it up and ran with it. What if it was supposed to be Robert Kennedy? And I mean, the left would absolutely melt like the the everybody from the globalists to the matrix that the matrix that supports them, those people would melt because of his stance on vaccines, because of his stance when it comes to, to the agendas. 
So it's either you're going to pick Kennedy or you're going to pick Trump. And either way, we're probably going to win. Robert is a junior too. I'm at the right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And nobody talked about this really. It which I found kind of interesting. I really thought this would go like a cross telegram and there would be like the frogs and I saw nothing. I'm like, like this is, could you imagine? They would have nothing. You, you get nothing. <laughs> You, you don't get any of your agendas. You don't get any, you know, whether Trump is in it or this guy's or, or Robert F. Kennedy's in it. You get nothing. It would be, man, awesome. It would be the, the best political, what do they call it? Political theater spectacle this side of Mississippi. Like it would be. I'm here for it. I hope it. I hope he does. I hope he. I hope he runs. I hope he wins, and I hope he becomes the candidate. I want to see that debate. Now I'm like, that's what I'm saying. Most people did. Most people assumed that it was supposed to be JFK Jr. But what if it wasn't? He wrote a whole book exposing Dr. Fauci and the AIDS pandemic and the Beagles and big pharma and vaccines. What if he did? Fucking A. Johnson. More to come. We'll see. Political theater is fun. Okay, what else do I got? What else do I got? I have the J6 stuff. Uh, J6 footage. So this is Tucker. Okay, so a little backstory on this. So the the Kevin McCarthy, <clears throat> who we all hated, but he got the spot anyway, so fine, we're going to have to deal with it. He's actually been doing an okay job. He agreed to release the January 6th footage to Tucker Carlson and Fox News. Um, fine. I kind of wish he would have released it to all, like CNN, all of them, to see how many would cover it, to see how they would edit it. You know what I'm saying? If they would edit it, to see the difference between how it would be covered between the two. Uh, but he didn't. He only released it to Tucker, and that's fine. And Tucker had that episode last night. Josh McAfee said, I heard that Trump is going in. Then Trump is going to step down and put somebody in. I don't know. That's just That was kind of the whole idea behind it. But if, like I said, there's, it would cause some serious, people would really have to like start questioning their party, like voting along the party lines if this were to happen. Because even the, a lot of my conservative friends, even the farther conservative friends, they like him. They might switch. It would be interesting. More to come. But let's watch the J6 stuff. Why? Because we can. Because we can. And I got to watch it this way because I didn't want to record it because it's long. Here we go. These are the pictures you've seen of January 6th. They're familiar because they've been playing on a loop on every media outlet in America for the last two years. There's a reason for that. But it turns out there's quite a bit of video you haven't seen. And that video tells a very different story about what happened on January 6th. Possible. More than 40,000 hours of surveillance footage from in and around the Capitol have been withheld from the public. And once you see the video, you'll understand why. Taken as a whole, the video record does not support the claim that January 6th was an insurrection. In fact, it demolishes that claim. 
And that's exactly why the Democratic Party and its allies in the media prevented you from seeing it. By controlling the images you were allowed to view from January 6th, they controlled how the public understood that day. They could lie about what happened and you would never know the difference. Those lies had a purpose. They created a pretext for a federal crackdown on opponents of the Uniparty in Washington. Our office wanted to ensure that there was shock and all that we could charge as many people as possible. The first thing you notice from viewing the full video record of January 6th is just how many people entered the Capitol building that day. Hundreds and hundreds of people, possibly thousands over the course of about two hours. The crowd was enormous. A small percentage of them were hooligans. They committed vandalism. You've seen their pictures again and again. But the overwhelming majority weren't. They were peaceful. They were orderly and meek. These were not insurrectionists. They were sightseers. Footage from inside the Capitol overturns the story you've heard about January 6th. Protesters queue up in neat little lines. They give each other tours outside the speaker's office. They take cheerful selfies and they smile. They're not destroying the Capitol. They obviously revere the Capitol. They're there because they believe the election was stolen from them. They believe in the system. Here's the man you've heard referred to as the QAnon shaman outside the Senate chamber. These are not rioters. These are people who wandered over from a political rally. We will not let them silence your voices. After the rally, they walked down Pennsylvania Avenue, where organizers had secured a federal permit to hold a legal rally on the grounds of the Capitol. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Once at the Capitol building, things began to get chaotic. Capitol police officers fired tear gas into the crowd. A few at the front of the herd broke windows. Someone opened the doors and many hundreds of others just walked in. We're gonna make that the story. Of course, they did make it the story. And at the center of it, the single most famous person arrested that day was a Navy veteran from Arizona called Jacob Chansley, often referred to as the QAnon shaman. The so-called QAnon shaman. QAnon shaman. Someone named Q shaman. Jacob Chansley became the face of January 6th, a dangerous conspiracy theorist dressed in outlandish costume who led the violent insurrection to overthrow American democracy. For these crimes, Chansley was sentenced to nearly four years in prison, far more time than many violent criminals now receive. What did Jacob Chansley do to receive this punishment? To this day, there is dispute over how Chansley got into the Capitol building. But according to our review of the internal surveillance video, it is very clear what happened once he got inside. Virtually every moment of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape. The tapes show that Capitol Police never stopped Jacob Chansley. They helped him. They acted as his tour guides. Here's video of Chansley in the Senate chamber. Capitol Police officers take him to multiple entrances and even try to open locked doors for him. We counted at least nine officers who were within touching distance of unarmed Jacob Chansley. Not one of them even tried to slow him down. Chansley understood that Capitol Police were his allies. Video shows him giving thanks for them in a prayer on the floor of the Senate. Watch. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for paying the inspiration needed to these police officers to allow us in this building. Contrast the reality of what Jacob Chansley did in the Capitol building on January 6th, the indisputable facts recorded on video, some of which has never before been seen, with the depiction of Jacob Chansley that you've seen in the media for more than two years. He's a terrorist, they said. 
he should be killed. Shoot him. Shoot him. Like, if it, you burst into the United States, if he was dressed like bin Laden, would he have shot him? Shoot him. Shoot him. It makes you wonder, who are the violent extremists here? Not Jacob Chansley. And the video proves that. But you would never have known from the media coverage. The people sitting in the chairs need to be sitting in a jail cell. Chansley is in a jail cell. He's been there for months. If he was, in fact, committing such a grave crime, why didn't the officers who were standing right next to him place him under arrest? Until now, no one could even prove that even happened. But it did. Subscribe to the Fox News YouTube. Hopefully this footage allows them to get out of jail. I'm... I mean, that's the epitome of political prisoners, right? That's that's what sucks about this the most, though. And this is I stated this before we went dark uh, when we started is that this was given to Tucker Carlson to put out, which is fine. Um, and we didn't need to see it. We I think a lot of us already knew because we had seen the footage before the footage was buried and taken down and taken away. Um, a lot of us had people that were there that were live streaming a lot of it and took their own pictures. Um, but because it went to Tucker Carlson, the people that need to see it and the people that need to understand it and the people that need to believe it will not, they're already spinning it as that Tucker Carlson took the videos out of context. They didn't even watch it. And that's, that's where I'm hung up with the J six footage. I feel like this should have just been released to the public on a website on like the Congress website, the House website, on McCarthy's website, and said, you know what? Here's all the footage in a PDF form. Go nuts and let the entirety of the conspiracy theorists. Um, Tucker is going to talk to the Capitol Police officer tonight on his show, the ones that let him in. Bet we'll play that. Maybe we'll do that tomorrow. We're live tomorrow too. Well, we're live pretty much all week. We've got hearings tomorrow and Thursday. So maybe we'll touch on that too while they're on breakthrough hearings. But the people that need to see it, the people that need to understand, the people that need to believe it will not. Just because it's Tucker Carlson. This is something that should have just been put out. I, and this is my opinion. You know, Fox News could have picked it up if they wanted to. CNN could have picked it up. You know, anybody could have picked it up if they wanted to and dove through this footage. Uh, we have one of our friends who is currently incarcerated, JD, because of his footage of January 6th. He went to jail, I want to say a month and a half ago, he was sentenced and he was sentenced to 10 months, six months, something like that. It wasn't a horribly long sentence, but it is a sentence nonetheless that he doesn't deserve. That's what sucks about the way that this was done. And I'm trying to think of why it was done this way, because in my mind, it should have just been put out to the public because this just allows another agenda to be spun on it. I believe the footage just because again, we saw it before they got taken away and it got taken down, but it just, it's not it because Tucker Carlson is the one that puts it out and people that hate Tucker Carlson already hate him. They're not going to believe anything that he has to say just because it came through fun Fox news. Doesn't that they're not going to believe anything they have to say. Um, New York posted a whole page on it yesterday too. Does New York post have the footage? It's my understanding that Tucker is the only one that has the footage. That's my understanding. 
and that they gave Fox News and Tucker Carlson exclusive rights to this footage. I, I, I feel like, I feel like this should have been released in a much more Twitter files type of way. Like some just reporter, you know, a couple reporters are able to put it out and then, or put the, like I said, put the footage out publicly so you can go and download it and watch it for yourself on WikiLeaks if you need to. Um, just because mainstream media as a whole, and this includes Fox News for me too. Like I, and I've said this before, I like Tucker. Tucker makes me laugh. He has a way of putting things together, but I also understand that Tucker spins things in an agenda or in a way that needs to fit a more right-wing ideology. I understand that. And so I, I take what Tucker Carlson talks about with grains of salt, but he does make me laugh, so I do watch him. Um, he's a little less agenda-y about it than like CNN or uh, like MSNBC, which are just blatant hate for the most part. Um, he shared it with them somehow. It's possible, but um, as far as I knew, Mikey, he was the only one, Tucker was the only one that got uh, access to the footage. And Fox News is the only one that's allowed to go through it. So even if he had shared it with, with the New York Post, they only shared with the New York Post what they wanted to share with the New York Post. I wish this would have just been put out to the public. And let the people decide. And I think that's the biggest problem we have with a lot of information that we've got going on right now. This is why people don't trust any side of anything is because every side of everything is constantly has some kind of agenda around it. But I am hoping that this footage does help some attorneys get their clients free, uh, released because especially the shaman, because obviously what happened isn't what he, or what he was charged for isn't what happened. It's interesting that we can get Brittany Greyer back from Russia faster than we can get this dude proven innocent and out of jail. He was guilty before he even walked in the door. He had no prayer. So just something to think about when you guys are watching through this stuff. And as more of the J6 stuff starts, everything is starting to be exposed right now. Everything is starting to come out. Uh, the J6 stuff, the jabs. So like I said, we're going to be live pretty much all week. This is the accountability that you're going to get. Unfortunately, they did away with public hangings back in like the 30s or, or longer enough ago. This is, this is the accountability that you're going to get. They will never be able to walk down the street again. I just saw a picture of Dr. Fauci with a, some random chick who saw him at a restaurant. And she she told him she wanted a picture with him. He took one and then she flipped him off. And that's the picture that she got. And she spoke for the majority of them. They will never be able to walk down the street again. That's the accountability that you're going to get. Right now. Because the justice system is broke as fuck. Obviously. Obviously. The justice system does not come in your favor. This is one of the reasons, too, I'll never be picked for jury duty. Because I do not believe in the justice system. In the slightest. But more to come. That's going to be later this week. That starts tomorrow. I want to say, I can't remember which one we got tomorrow. Tomorrow we got the COVID hearings. This is where, I don't know if Dr. Fauci is going to have to testify. I know they called for him to testify. Um, I don't know if he's going to or not. They have a lot of doctors coming in. They are going to talk about the origins of COVID. Dr. Fauci has been in the news all week again this week for being accused of hiding that information from the public. Uh, that the the virus was created and leaked 
leaked through a lab. Um, I'm still not convinced it's a Chinese lab. I'm still convinced it came from Ukraine and then was shipped to China and leaked on purpose. But this is all we're going to get for accountability is to watch them squirm and to publicly shame them so they can never leave their house again or live in an ounce of peace ever again. So that's going to be tomorrow. And then Thursday, we've got Matt Tibby, who released the Twitter files on Twitter when it came to the laptop, the Biden laptop, when it came to the censorship, it came to all that. He's going to be testifying on Thursday. And so we're going to watch that as well. They've got a lot of hearings this week um, that they are going to be putting these people in the hot seat and forcing them to answer questions, burning questions that we all have. Like, why were you allowed to do this? Why did you think this was okay? Again, is it political theater? Yes. Is it as good as we're going to get right now? Yes. Um, this is as good as we're going to get right now. Public shaming is the new 1776. The war that we are fighting, the battles that we are fighting in this war that we're in are done on social media. The Hershey's campaign is a prime example for that. Yes, it's still up in Canada. But it's down here and it went down in a couple days. It's not on their American website. It's not on any of their, their American social media. It's only on their Canadian ones. Fine. Run your stupid ad in Canada. Yay. A Canadian can Canada can deal with that. But it ain't here. This is, this is the war and these are the battles. You don't have to write to your senator anymore. You don't have to call them anymore. You can go to fucking Twitter and get in their comments and tell them how you feel. Make it public. Ratio the shit out of these people. Make them privatize their account. Make them leave social media, their biggest platform where they spew their garbage. Cancel them. I'm not a fan of canceling people. I think you should say what you should say. But when you are manipulating the masses, I've got a big problem with that. For you to come out here. There was one senator out of Washington, out of a county in Washington, not a senator. She was a, um, a representative, like a, a, a district representative. And in big, bold letters, she goes on to Twitter and she says, trans women must be included in National Women's History Month. Nope. People ratioed the shit out of her. Her her tweet got like a million views, 120 likes, something like 15,000 comments. Nope. That's how you know you're winning. We're not, that's, everybody wants to go to war. Everybody wants to go protest and march, and but that's not the war. This, the social media shits the war. You don't have to like it, but that's where it's at. You have to get out of your comfort zone and start going to speak up. That's where it is. It's, it's making videos about controversial things and it's stating exactly how you feel. Do I want to be allies with the trans community? Yeah, I was, I considered myself an ally. Do I now? Fuck the hell no. For the amount of people that came after me and called me names because of this Hershey shit. No, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a bigot. Biology is not bigotry. You can sit all the way down, sir. You have to go and you have to go where the wars are. And that's where the war is. You can't sit around your house locked and loaded and wait for somebody to come pick you up to march you down the street in another January 6th. The war is online and it's done on purpose. That's how it's a war on your mental health. That affects people. It affects me. It affects everybody. 
and I've had enough. You don't get to come out here and call me transphobic and then expect me to want to be an ally because I do not like the fact that you were taking over National Women's Day for clout and for monetary gain. When National Women's Day was all about getting equal pay for women. The irony is just astounding and it just flew right the fuck over people's heads. It's not okay. What's happening is not okay. Giving children puberty blockers when they are nine is child abuse. It's not okay. You, If your kid wants to be a girl, okay. Let them do what they want to do. Buy them girl clothes. I don't care. Celebrate them. Buy them all the pink stuff. I'll come to the birthday party. I'll buy the biggest and pinkest cake I can find. Bet. But don't medically change them because next year they might not want to be. Maybe next year they want to play Tonka trucks and mud sticks. Maybe next year they want to be Zorth from the planet Adderon. That doesn't mean you go and find Gigglemesh and dig up his DNA and then eject it into your child, you psycho. Hillary, damn. Damn, Hillary Clinton. Sonia. <laughs> Do what you want to do, but leave the kids alone and stay the hell away from our holidays. Stop giving women rights or stop giving opportunities or base for women to men. Make your own opportunities. We fucking had to. <sighs> Some adult women you can fully support. That's it. That's how I feel. But a lot of the trans people that agree with me and a lot of the people from the LGBTQ community that agree with me do not affiliate with that community. At all. Because they agree. Love who you want to love. Do what you want to do. But just stop forcing it down people's throats and stop taking away our holidays. Stop taking away our opportunities. Leave the no-no square alone. I have one more thing that I need to cover before we go. We'll talk more. Again, I'm, I'm on this roll about it. Somebody said, geez, you're really fired up about this. I haven't been this fired up about something since the stupid masks. I have been fired up about this. Absolutely, I have been. I am extremely passionate about the women that follow me and that expect me to speak out on issues that they feel need to be spoken on. I, I, I just never really said anything because I thought, you know what, it'll just blow over. It's not really affecting anybody. Oh, yeah, the fuck it is. And then the more that I dug into it, the more I found out it absolutely was. Rate Marketplace is calling me. You guys ever get calls? I get these calls from telemarketers. Joe Biden's supposed to put a stop to that too. I ain't seen shit. I have, an I have the obligation to speak out on this kind of stuff. I've been called worse for less. I have no problem with it. So let's try, let's segue. Segue, Sonia. What do I have? I only have a picture for this one. Ta-da! Who's that guy? There he is. Listen, so last week, a bunch of senators called for proof of life of, I can't even think of his name now, John Fetterman. They were like, we, we need proof of life. We need a picture. We need an interview. We need something. Because he is making lots of ex-executive decisions from his room at the Nut Hut. I said it. I just said it. I just said it. Look, I've been there. I actually, I haven't. But I've considered going a few times, a little bit of a break, okay? I'm not hating on you. Go. It's fine. 
So they did. They posted this picture. Boy, he looks thin. Thank you, John Fetterman. Shoot. John Fetterman's been Damar Hamlin. Just took a little longer to find his clone, Sonia. Then big ears are hard to come by. It just is. How are you going to? I mean, I get it. I'm sympathetic to the, the plight of trying to make something like that. I'm sure it was hard. It took a little longer. But there he is. Yes, it is, Jack's mom. I need you to stop. Listen, you crazy conspiracy theorists. Knock it off. Clones don't exist. I believe Ukraine made the V and that's why Zelensky is. Oh, yeah. No, we made the V. We made the V in a lab in Ukraine. Leaked that shit to China to their wet market. I don't think China's behind this at all. Just like I don't believe that Russia's the bad guy in this. I said what I said. I was researching some history of China a while back. More to come. Some interesting stuff about their generational agendas. It's very interesting stuff. Damn it, Jack's mom. It took a little bit longer to build Frankenstein. But that's it. That's what you get. This is the greatest show. You'll never see him in person again. Or you'll see bits and pieces of him, but he's going to write all kinds of legislation. You just watch. You just watch. We were funding them that whole time. Yeah, but I don't think that they were behind it. I really don't. Somebody said, do you even think it was real? I don't hesitate to usually, I hesitate to usually speak on that. And the reason that I do is because it's not a very well accepted theory yet by even my deepest of rabbit hole folks. But mental manipulation is a big thing. And the placebo effect, if you want to do almost like a reverse placebo effect, the amount of people that were on social media bragging about how they went and got a COVID test simply because they had a tickle in their throat, only to find that COVID test come back positive, then to find out that it would pop positive if you had COVID in the last six months, or if you drank herbal tea that, you know, just for any reason that it would pop positive. I know that people had people they loved died from COVID. I know people were like, I had it. It was terrible. I lost my sense of smell and taste. But I tell you what, I had this really bad bout of influenza when I was in my 20s. I don't think I tasted right since. Even now to this day, I don't think I taste right. Maybe. But the psychological warfare game is real. And people who are hypochondriacs by nature were super quick to jump on this. Death, like flu deaths were in the tank. Like people weren't dying from anything anymore. They were all dying from COVID. So yes, maybe. I got nothing to say. Lacey Leroy is kind of on it. But boy, try saying that out in public without getting stoned to death. His bump on his neck is gone. I don't know. That's why it's the new world order. Yeah, but we know it. See, this, I think it is the new world order, but it's happening so fast. You cannot, you cannot scare people into compliance and into a new world order by constantly throwing big, scary things at them constantly. This is a general. So I, I talked about China. So I read this thing in China. I listened to this podcast on China and this was an old military guy and he was asked 
what China does differently. They were talking about the COVID stuff, what China does differently than the U S that makes them so much more inferior or, um, inferior, not inferior, makes them so much more better than we are in regards to a lot of things. Exferior. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. I don't know, <laughs> but why, why China is so much more, more evolved, evolved than we are. First, I don't think they are because they just, they teach by memory. You just have to learn. They don't have any critical thinking skills. That's first. But secondly, it's because China does the things for the long game, right? So this started for China generations ago. And this is all about their new world order is all about the long game. This isn't about you and where you're sitting in your chair right now. This is about your children and then your children's children. And I think at some point along the line, we learned this that this is how China does it. I do think China was a superpower at one point. Superior, thank you. I don't think they are now, but I think at one point they were. And I think we learned this, that by influencing generations, <clears throat> they could have their new world order by X year. And it would be a smooth transition, right? But I think in 2016, it got blown up. And they just, they couldn't do it. And then now they can't handle it. We can't be scared into compliance because you're, you're throwing too many big, scary things at us. We just gave up. We're like, fuck it. The majority of people, when, when we announced that aliens were invading, essentially, the majority of people, they were just like, meh, should tell you that nobody's scared of anything anymore. Like it's either going to happen or it's not going to happen. Right. They wouldn't do this on purpose. They would do it over generations but they're throwing everything at us all at once over the last four or five years, which tells me they're panicking, which tells me they're desperately trying to cling to the narrative, but we've all kind of left the matrix and we're just like, whatever, we're going to watch it burn. We're going to talk about it, but we're not going to be scared. There are, I'm not going to put on a mask. I'm not going to transgender my kids. I'm not, you know, I think this is a generational thing. So for us, but it's such a long game. It was once about us when we were kids, right? But what happened when we were kids? So think back to when you were a kid, what was being normalized? So when I was a kid, divorce was kind of just starting to be normalized or not just starting was, was normalized, right? I was, so we were born, I'm, I'm Gen X. So we were born before the digital age, but groomed in the digital age. That's what was happening. The, 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 Take the dismantling of the nuclear family is what was happening. My parents were divorced. My friends' parents were divorced. My other friends, like everybody that I knew with the minus like three kids in my class, their parents were either divorced or they were being raised by single moms and their boyfriends. We were latchkey kids. Both parents worked. We let ourselves in, made our own food. We could probably cook by the age of six. It's that's what happened with our generation. So we have this whole generation of overly independent and we had a lot of trauma and mental health issues, overly independent people. Destruction of the family and population control. And that's what started it. That's it. We're over our hour. Sonia, we're over our hour, even though we were down for about four minutes. School as parents is being normalized. TV as parents is being normalized, right? It's interesting. More to come. That's it. That's all I've got for this show. I know it wasn't super long. Sorry about the break in there. Uh, our internet's trash. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm sorry. There's nothing else I can do. There's no other company I got. 
Uh, we are, let's see. So today's Tuesday, so we are on Freedom Fam tonight, and we're going to talk more about the transgender takeover of women. Um, just be there. I don't, you know what, I'm not going to apologize for where I stand on it. Um, I'm just not. Uh, if your feelings are hurt or you feel triggered or called out, well, then stop grooming our kids. Like, stop trying to mutilate our children. Then stop trying to take away you know, everything women should hold, you know, be proud of and make it your own. Find something else, do something else. So, but that'll be tonight at 8 p.m. But that, you guys, I love your faces. Keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mom I says hi and watch out for a deer. Bye, guys. Back off, I'll take you on. Headstrong, you take on anyone. I know that you are wrong. You're headstrong. You're headstrong. Take you on. That's really strong. Ding dong. Take you on. Back off. I'll take you on. Headstrong. You take on anyone. I know that you are wrong. You're headstrong. You're headstrong.